0: Designer, we are back. This is episode one fifty-five. After what, almost a year and a half now? Yes,
1: yes. It's been uh, a fairly long time since our last episode.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely has been. It's been really busy for both of us. But why don't you start? What have you been up to?
1: Sure. Uh, a lot of changes in life th- these days. Um, I have recently launched Holy Full awesome. Time. Uh, due to one of my clients telling me hey we need you 30 hours a week and I'm like fantastic because I work full-time and I can't do that they're like we'll make it worth your while and they did but um, in that I I told my last job I quit but you can keep me on uh, a retainer type of agreement and they agreed so you know I've got I've got a good foundation for my business now and it's been rolling along since November, and, you know, Holy Crap Design has grown into uh, its own little awesome. uh, fun little It's thing. about
0: time. Because <laughs> you, you know I've been pushing you to, to go full-time for a while, and it sounds like you just – you were basically handed the opportunity to do so and told that you had to. So, I mean, that, that's the best way to do it. I mean, I I had the opposite. I had somebody decide that they didn't want to employ me anymore, and so I basically had to go full time on my own. So, not sure what bit better situation, but who knows? Um, myself personally, I I've been busy running my business. It's been going really well. Um, actually had a really good last year. Um, things have been really steady for me, and and that's what I want with with my business. Uh, Last year, I got to travel quite a bit, um, was able to go to Portland, I was able to go to Florida, um, and I was able to work from the road, which is something that really, really is important to me. And something I hope to expand more with my business is to continue to work on my own, on the road, and be able to travel. But it it was awesome last year to be able to do that. And, And that's part of it is, as you guys hear, well, we've been busy. And one of the things that Carl and I have always been itching is to bring back Rookie Designer. We both enjoy recording these shows. We re- we enjoy helping people. But it was tough because we both were growing our businesses and getting started. And, and that's stuff that we'll talk about throughout the next couple episodes is what some of the things that we had to go through um, it's not all rainbows and unicorns that's for sure it, it's definitely got its ups and downs but as Carl's finding out it's a lot better to work for yourself oh yeah
1: it's it it brings in a lot more uh, edifying work it brings in a lot better income and you're able to run your own schedule so yeah you do work a lot more hours Um it's work that doesn't feel like work. You find something that you love and you never work
0: another day again in yeah. your life. Yeah. Well they say. I mean, <laughs> We, we both know that it, as much as we love what we do, it's still work. And, I mean, it has to be work, but it's a lot easier when you love what you do. So I think that's really good. That's gonna actually ironically transition into our topic, which is about transitioning. So, why don't you talk about what it was like to transition from being an employee to now having your own business and not specifically being an employee for somebody else, but actually owning your own business. What What was that transition like?
1: This transition was horrifying for me for a, a long time, and I just, I saw a moment where I had to take the leap because I wasn't enjoying the day-to-day activities of being part. So with any job, you you're both your designer and then you're also kind of like there are administrative tasks that you may not be fully engaged with. Um, just you know, say it's project tracking or maybe it's just checking vendor pricing and that kind of thing. And it's not something that was, I was truly enthusiastic. I felt like I was just getting bogged down a little bit. I still enjoyed the work that I was doing, but I wanted to do more of it. And I wanted to do it within more uh, different industries and for different people. I mean, I definitely found my niche, which we can talk about finding your niche a little later but I found it and I actually, it's exploded for me. I've got clients in the, this particular space that are all over the country, all over the world, and I've been working with them now for the last five months and just growing my business, growing their business, and it's they keep returning. I've also found the need to skill up stuff. You know, you'll find that we're currently uh, presenting through Adobe Connect. This has become a skill of mine that People are seeking out, so you know, I'm trying to transition my business into helping do skill transfer for Adobe Connect, helping people be webinar producers, helping people run webinars themselves. You know, just being the total package, and that's something that you and I have talked about a
0: little bit more too. What scared you so much about the transition? Like, what what was what was your number one fear when transitioning?
1: Honestly, I mean it started out with income. It's you know, you you think that I have a full time job, everything's okay. And that's the great lie, right? Because not everything's okay. Every con every company has their issues. They they have a bottom line that they're looking for. And when you run your own business you realize what what it's like to run a business and when you have more people on the payroll, it's even more scary than just being one of those people on the payroll. And so I've kind of switched positions and I now appreciate the type of um, ways they, any company needs to grow their own business. And you know, they, they have to pay themselves, they have to pay their employees. So when I made that leap, I was able to find the desire to grow my business, to reach out to people. And then when I announced publicly on LinkedIn that hey, I'm, I, I'm a free man. I, I, I'm able to work. I found people-
0: Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. It's funny is that a lot of us, when we transition from working for somebody else to working for ourselves, we always have that fear that people will reject the fact that we're working for ourselves. And I think very much find the opposite. People are really excited for you and they're willing to give you work and they're willing to kind of, prop you up and say hey congratulations what can I do to help you and that's really cool when you can find that network of people that are like really into you going on your own it's funny because what you were talking about having that mentality as a business owner now and understanding what it's like to worry about income worry about your employees things like that we don't have employees but now we have to worry about our own income and and where that's coming from And I think the biggest myth out there and you touched on it is if you work for somebody else that you're safe. You're not. And I'm 100% the results of that. I worked for somebody for three and a half years, worked up in that company, and then I was fired. I didn't have a choice. I had to go on my own. I had to do something else because I realized that the only way that I could control my livelihood was to control my own business. And so when you work for somebody else, you may feel like it's secure. It's not guaranteed. Now, don't get me wrong. Either is working for yourself. There's no guarantee that I'm gonna wake up and there's gonna be work. I gotta work for it. I've gotta go out and find it. It's the same thing you go through. So I totally understand that fear. And I think another fear that I had personally was, would I have the respect of my friends and family that I made this choice. I'm very fortunate that I had a lot of support when I went on my own. But I also have a lot of friends that think I'm nuts. They, they, they don't understand why I would wanna do this to myself, why I'd wanna work a lot of hours, why I'd wanna go through the, the headaches I go through. But I, I take the freedom that I have to the top. Like that is the most important thing for me. You're gonna have those people that are gonna question what you're doing and are going to say, hey, and not because they're really trying to drag you down. There there are those people, don't get me wrong, but most of your friends and family are just gonna be concerned. So I'm sure you went through the same thing. How did you talk to those people, and not that you had a responsibility to alleviate anything for them, but how did you explain it to them that what you were going through and what you were doing in your transition, how did you explain that to them? How did you make them understand how important it was to you? You know, I was authentic about my
1: my fears, my concerns, but I also was authentic about the excitement and something else, this reboot on my what I was doing was basically a relaunch of my career because I became excited about all the stuff that was ahead of me the new challenge of running my own business and doing it right to comply with all the regulations to learn about how, the differences between LLCs S corps C corps and sole props to be able to insure my business and know that i'm not i'm covered if a, if there is a mess up that kind of thing and then just conveying to the people that i know the people i love and my friends that this is the decision that i'm making because it's it's the right moment for me I've got a, a fiance that has supported me in this decision. And, you know, it's, it's, she's been telling me to, to get into this type of gig for a long time, uh, to transition into something, just to be excited and to own my career. She's younger than me, so she may not fully appreciate the risk that I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's not, not fair to say. I, I still was of the mentality that if I work for someone I'm gonna be there for years and that's not the mentality you you need in this
0: right this you're summer. right I mean at the I've heard is that the freelance and I I use that word loosely I've, I've never really been a, a fan of the word freelance but I think it's interesting that it's becoming a bigger word again it's almost cut have a a revamp of what it is but the freelance community right now I think is like 25 to 30 percent of the workforce but they're expecting in the next couple years that it could be as high as 50 to 60 percent of the workforce so you and I are already ahead of that curve to say we're doing that already we own our own business we're contractors with other businesses we're freelancers but we own our own businesses and we're on that curve of, yeah, we want to be that 50% because we don't want to work for somebody else. I I think it was interesting when I explained it to my family and my friends that I was doing this and the same thing. I, I was very authentic about, yes, this scares the hell out of me, but also working for somebody for years and years and years and feeling like I'm just a drone scared the hell out of me as well. So I was very authentic about that, but they saw something, same thing you're talking about, the excitement of what you're doing and, and figuring it all out. And it's stressful, isn't fun at times, but the excitement is more than the down part. It also comes down to surrounding yourself with people who are going to encourage you, that are going to ask you how things are going and when you're like, ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm really down, that they're going to be like, well, don't give up on it. Keep doing it. Like you're doing this for you and are going to encourage you. I'm a huge proponent of the five people that you surround yourself with the closest. You're the average. Yeah. You're the average of those people. And being a couple years ahead of you as far as how long I've been on my own. I could tell you that matters more now than ever. Any negativity that's around you can really drag you down quickly. And it's important to have the people around you that are gonna encourage you, that are gonna push and fight for you. It's great to have family and friends that understand, but even if they're not really sure and don't understand what you're doing, find the people that are doing it with you, that can encourage you, that can help you and push you, because that's really gonna matter. And it helps with the transition. It makes the transition easier when you surround yourself with those kind of people. How do you find those people?
1: All right. So um, you said a few things there that uh, resonated with me. And, you know, now I'm going to insert my quarterly uh, <laughs> plug for BNI. You know, these people have been mentors to me. Um, S- Suburban Success is my chapter. And uh, the people that are there, they don't know it, but they've mentored me through running my own business. I've been watching them and I've been participating. I've been chapter president and awesome. now I'm chapter vice president. And I've absorbed from this this group, how to run a business. I've made connections and my accountant I met there and she helped walk me through the process of launching my business as a C Corp and then becoming an S Corp. So there you got to find mentors and you got to find them within the communities, your local chapter, um, uh, chambers of commerce and that kind of thing. But then you got to find the believers, people that have supported you throughout your career. They're out there, and they are my best clients right now, and they're why I'm working with people across the country and across the world. I've found these believers not just in one company. This is a group, a network that spans five different companies, and each one of them has been able to help recommend me, uh, bring me business, and also give me feedback when I need it. It's specifically in leadership training, so i've I've got that I've been taught how to speak about my business, and that's kind of helped me. and i I'm trying to transfer that knowledge to other people as well, whether it's through skill building or through um, just being present. I've got three or four designers I'm trying to mentor
0: into either new jobs
1: or somewhere
0: else. In the and, and I think that's why you and I really looked at bringing rookie designer back. I have wanted to do it for a while and I know you have too and, and it just got to the point where it was really busy for us and we needed to set it on the back burner but I think both you and I realized that we really enjoy mentoring younger designers designers that are trying to figure out what that transition is and and how to either come out of high school or come out of college and do they start their own business or do they go and work for somebody else and how to do that and I think It'll be a great way for us to continue to do that mentoring and hopefully grow it into something bigger. Because I know that's what you and I really want to do with Rookie Designer is make it more than just the podcast. And that includes like I, I've gone into the YouTube channel and I've kind of branded the videos that I did years ago that were tutorials for InDesign, Photoshop, Illustrator. It's something that we wanna grow into something bigger. And so I think that's what's really interesting when you were talking about the niche that you found with presentation design. I, I think that that's gonna help us do what we wanna do. And I, I find it really interesting because you feel like you've found a niche. I kinda of went the other way and I was a generalist and I did anything and everything that I could do for my clients, but what I'm realizing as I get further in my career is that I do need to start niching down more and I do need to start focusing on some more specific things if I want to grow my business in the way that I do. So that's a whole nother transition for me is going from being a generalist to finding a niche or finding a couple niches that will work for me and my business. So that's kind of where my transition is at this point. It's a transition to, turn Rookie Designer into something bigger, and it's a transition to take my business from just being a generalist to dealing with more specific things for my clients. So it's it's interesting because we come back on in a time where we both are really going through some interesting stuff, and a lot of people are gonna look at this and be like, well, why would you add this on top of everything else you're trying to do? And my thing is, because Rookie Designer it's about sharing these things it's about helping other people that are sitting at home going i feel like i'm just got this or i've got this huge weight on me because i'm trying to transition either full time to to your own business or from college to a business or a college to working for somebody else That's a lot of weight and we want you guys to understand that we know what that's like. Carl went and worked for somebody else and so did I, but Carl worked for somebody else for quite a while and so did I. I got fired and went on my own. Carl had a much nicer experience having a client come to him and say, I need you more than you're available so jump (laughs) and had the encouragement of people around him and so did I. So it's, it's interesting that we, while we have parallel careers, we have different times that we've transitioned and different ways we've transitioned, but we're still still trying to figure it all out. So I think that's, that's what we want Rookie Designer to be, is, is an exploration of what we're going through and to share that with people. But more importantly, and this is something that I'm going to really push, and I know Carl will too, we want to hear from you guys. We want some feedback. We want some conversation. I know we have a pretty good community on Facebook right now. We're looking at ways that we can expand that as well, but we really want to hear from you guys. We want to hear what topics you're curious about. We're even into the situation of interviewing people and seeing what their situations are. So if you're interested in that, let us know. And you can obviously reach out to us on Twitter, on uh, Facebook, and we'll give you more specifics of where to contact us at the end of the show. So I, I think that really explains the transitions and stuff that we've been going through, the transitions that Rookie Designer is going through. And so let's bring, it's honestly been a section that we've done before and specifically we're going to call it Rookie Recommendations. And what is your recommendation this week?
1: So uh, starting out, I wanted to read a book about the gig economy because this is kind of the type of business that I'm trying to grow where I can jump from different business, different work to through different clients. This particular book, I've gotten through about three chapters and it's all about trying to define what your success is, what your big vision is to diversify your business and the benefits of that. Never put all your eggs in one basket. The client that asked me to leap out is not my Excellent. biggest client right now. Definitely know that nothing's guaranteed, but if you diversify your business, you'll be far safer. Uh, you're creating your own security. That was a great chapter. And then um, the idea of taking more time off. What i found, uh, I've been wor- able to work from home from my last job for the last two years. And that's been good training for me to be able to work for myself because I know how productive I can be now. But I also know that at the middle of the day, I may be able to go somewhere and you know not have to think about all of my work because I know what my workflow is. And so you, you can take time off. To, if you can get enough clients that you can keep your weekends, that's even better. <laughs> I haven't worked out that. That that
0: takes some (laughs) time, and even though I've worked it out fairly well, it slips in there once in a while, and it's just part of running your own business. It's going to happen. Right.
1: Diane Mulcahy, uh, who wrote this book, has some really great insights, so I do recommend this. And I also recommend, um, you know, going back to finding your own weekends or taking more time off, find a group of designers that can help support your business as you grow and do some
0: work yeah there absolutely i mean that's one of the, the benefits of carl and i having met years ago on the graphic design forum doing rookie designer together in the past and it's developed a friendship and a really strong business relationship where we can both trust each other to say hey you know i need help with this or hey i've got this overflow project or hey like with your niche of presentation design, I've actually reached out to Carl and said, I have ideas of what I want to do, and now I've got somebody that I can go to that's got that experience. So yeah, that that's something that I highly recommend. For my recommendation, I'm a huge podcast junkie. As much as I love to record podcasts, I love listening to them. And one of the ones that I listened to quite a while ago and I kind of got away from it because there's a million podcasts out there. and I love to jump around and, and listen to what other people are doing, especially other designers and see what they're talking about, how they're doing podcasts. So the one that I want to recommend is resourceful designer. Uh, Mark is an amazing host on that show and he covers great topics that just make it so easy to understand and you feel like you're feel like you sitting down having coffee with him. It's such an easy situation to listen to. and. He, he doesn't make it huge, overblown topics and go over your head. He really makes it relatable. And I'm um, looking at his site. I'm trying to think what episode he's on, but he's been doing it for quite a while. He's on episode, it looks like 112, which he just released on the 16th. But as well as his podcast, he has an awesome Facebook group. And it's all kinds of designers in there and there are all kinds of great conversations. I will link to both his podcast and to his Facebook group. The one thing I will say about his Facebook group is he has really smart move with this, has a couple questions that you need to answer in order to be allowed in the group. And it's a way for him to vet and make sure that he's getting the best people in the group. So make sure you answer those questions truthfully Take the time to fill them out. I guarantee that it'll be worth the group. It's definitely one of the best groups I've been in on Facebook for design. So again, it's Resourceful Designer. I'll put the links in the show notes. Definitely recommend you go listen to Mark. And if you do, let Mark know that you found out about his show through ours. Really, would appreciate that. I don't think there's anything else that we really want to talk about on this episode but I do want to say we're not going to disappear on you again. (laughs) Our goal for this is to do this weekly. My goal is to put it out either Monday or Tuesday. We're going to record hopefully Thursdays gives me some time to, to put it together and edit it and get it out for Monday or Tuesday. So the goal is weekly as much as we can and we really look forward to doing this again. So you have anything else, Carl? I would say we could do a preview of what we're going to do, but we don't know those. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's a lot that Carl and I have going on in the background, and we're really trying to turn this into something more than just a podcast. So again, we really want to hear from you guys. We really want to get the community involved. We are thinking about doing some live shows. We're thinking about doing some interviews. Possibly some other stuff. I don't want to get into it too much because like you said, we're trying to figure it out. We're still trying to, to hash things out, but we definitely want to get the community involved and kind of grow the community because it's a lot of fun to have other designers to talk to, to help out and to, as Carl said, mentor. I hope you guys really enjoyed episode 155. Talked about transitioning, whether it's from full time to working for yourself, or working for yourself into niches, or things like that. Okay, so to find the show notes for this episode, you're going to go to rookiedesigner.com slash RD155, and you'll see the links there for all of the stuff that we shared. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Rookie Designer. Find us on Twitter as Rookie Designer as well. And if you want to email us directly, you can email us at show at rookiedesigner.com. Thanks for listening. Remember, guys, everyone's a rookie before they're an all-star.